I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. What's going on, everyone? It's Ruben Prime, and welcome to another episode of the Ruben Prime Podcast. It is March 1st, 2023. And no, it's not a leap year. That's next year. February, we will have a February 29th next year. I checked the calendar, trust me or not. But uh, all that aside, um, greatly appreciate you guys listening to this, downloading this uh, podcast wherever you are listening to your favorite podcast on, even if it's not mine. So, you know, the the shameless plugs, the, show, the socials, all that, you can find my podcast on Apple, Stitcher. Tune in Radio, Spotify, Google, and our home Red Circle. Also, I'm on YouTube, and that's youtube.com slash Ruben Prime Media. Have um the current episodes up there. Maybe I don't want to make any promises. Maybe I'll put some of the other episodes on there. So we'll see. Let's see how that goes. Um, but no promises. But every episode, every episode will be on YouTube. And it will be mirrored also on Rumble. Because um, I figured, hey, like, one of these days I may upload something that might get me canceled or whatever. So Rumble is there for a reason. So please, if uh, you listen to my stuff, if you listen to podcasts on YouTube and you prefer to listen to my stuff on YouTube going forward, you can check me out on YouTube. Again, that's uh, youtube.com slash Ruben Prime Media. You know, just search Ruben Prime Media on YouTube. And also all the links will be in the description of not only the video, but on the show notes of the podcast. Also, I'm on Twitter. God, why? But, I mean, we kind of have to, right? Uh, Mr. Ruben Prime, that's where you can talk to me personally. Mr. Ruben Prime. So, those are the socials. And yeah, something's going on in this country. Like, I know I said, and I know it was last week, so the week before, but something strange is going on. You kind of feel all the degeneracy and just lawlessness. Just, you know how things used to be underground? You know, people had their, their their quirks and their fetishes. Certain things were shamed upon. You know, remember those times? Felt like yesterday or felt like a few years ago or a couple of decades ago. And it seems like now, like, just all the, the creeps, all the perverts, all the degenerate things are being just put out on front street. Things that normally will be frowned upon and will be shamed is all of a sudden just accepted. Um, things like 
racism, which Ruben, what are you talking about? Racism is bad. Well, yeah, but it seems like it's only bad when it's done to other groups, except for one. And I'm not here being a white apologist, but when you see what's been going on, you see where things are headed, especially for us men. You know, I'm speaking for men. Because you think uh, black men, black men had to deal with a lot of bullshit. You know, may I turn over, may you turn over to exhibit B, which is uh, the white male. And to me, I'm not I'm not down with racism, you know. I, I'm not down with people, you know, going about racism and, and how, oh, it's only racism when it's done to black people, when it's done to Asian people, when it's done to this group and that group. Like, racism does apply, last time I checked, to uh, Caucasians, to the, the people from the Isles of Caucasus. You know, they, they're people too. Just like you like to hear all the, you know, the mental gymnastics and the victimhood of that's being portrayed onto black people, that the only way they can be a people if they go about being the lowest common denominator of society and then trying to look for ways to be victims. And I see that not only with, 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 you know, with black people, but just with, I see with people in general, I see people trying to grift and be victims to get clout. And I, I just find, I just find that very off-putting just because we're seeing now that weak men create hard times. We had the good times, but now weak men and weak women have taken over many aspects of society, and now we have bad times. We have hard times. And there's no denying that. And you're seeing that spill over into the rest of you know our culture and society to to be a victim nowadays is to be empowered and to me that is that's a recipe for disaster that that is a a very very dangerous path we're going down that road that right in that travel because you're already seeing it You've seen people celebrate gluttony. You've seen people celebrate uh, degeneracy. And listen, I'm, you know, I dabble in the degeneracy, you know, the dank memes, you know, here and there. You know, I like, I like a little bit of degeneracy. I like a little bit of, of the, the dank stuff, the, you know, the degenerate stuff. But it's time and a place. And it seems like people tend to, they overemphasize it, and that's very bad. Now you you you're seeing people become emboldened with their degeneracy, and no one's checking them because, God forbid, if you tell people, "Hey, time and place," you'd be called out. Like, "Hey, don't be a victim." Hey, don't be, you know, having romantic relationships with animals. Hey, don't be don't be trying to have romantic relations with a child. You know, like that stuff is frowned upon. Hey, don't be out here just, you know, going in raw men cuz much as much as we we rag on women for a lot of the shit that they do and deservedly so. 
we men, we have to take that responsibility and accountability as well. And I always preach that. But, you know, men out here having raw sex, women out here opening their legs and then boasting about it on, on social media, talking about, hey, I, I've, I was with someone, I cheated on them with, with his friend or I had... I had all, all and so it's, it's to me that that's not, that's not pretty, that's not cute, that's not funny. You know, all these things like you're seeing now on Twitter, and especially on Twitter, you're seeing all this degeneracy, and it's normal. It's it's like in real life, something goes on, like something happens. And yeah, like you, know, you see people just be in shock, but they just kind of pass on by. Just like in real life, you see something going on, you know, on your way to work, or you're going to Dunkin' Donuts, or you're going to you're going to the deli, what have you. Get your cup of coffee, bagel, and you just see some shit going on, and it's like, oh, you know, there's. It is what it is, whatever, no big deal. We, we're used to it because we've been so desensitized and so jaded from dealing with this shit every day to the point that people don't care. We, we've lost our, our empathy. Or that part is just gone. It was, oh, like, for example, I'm not going to play that clip. Um... Because I'm not trying to get any, you know, I only have like, what, three videos on YouTube, but I don't want to get any strikes. Um, even though I'm in you, you know, just just a pin drop on YouTube, but still don't want to do that. But I'll describe it. Basically, in, I forgot which city it was in, thing was, uh, in St. Louis, the state of Missouri, uh, this guy was it was a black guy. He was casually loading his gun next to a homeless man. The homeless man happened to be white, and the person that was uh, recording, you know, recording what was happening on his phone, he was, you know, looking through a window, was recording on his phone. You know, through the window. And just casually, just put, just loading, loading his gun in broad daylight, nonchalantly. And then he just point his gun at, at the homeless man and shot him. Of course, you don't see the, you know, you don't see the shot, you know happen but you hear you know the, the gunshot and it was in broad daylight and like we're seeing more and more of that because you know social media twitter you know everything goes viral everything moves so quickly but and of course there were people saying oh um why no one went and stop him? I mean, you really wanted to add to that body count. You know, sometimes you got to know when to pick your battles. But and of course, people are gonna backseat quarterback on on the internet. It's only natural. But the fact that in broad daylight, someone can just go up is go up and and shoot someone point blank in the head just that as cold that's ice cold and many under many other incidents like that going on you know the the, the ones that we find out about but it's insane like I saw that and I was like Jesus, like that, that, that that's, that's some shit. That's all I'm going to say. And 
And then, of course, of course, just someone always has to, you know, bring race into it. There was this person on there. She brought up the fact that, oh, well, you know, the, you know, oh, this is terrible. But then try to make it about white supremacy. And I'm like, how's that? What does this have to do with white supremacy? This, this man shot a unarmed man just point blank in the head. And you're trying to make it about white supremacy. Like, oh, I got, I got a Republican or MAGA Republican uh, Twitter bots. And, you know, on, you know, responding to me and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's like, what does that have to do with anything? And, of course, she's black. And it's to me, it's just this refusal to accept reality. You've seen something happen right in front of you. And these idiots, these idiots... All they try to do is swing it right back to white people because white people are evil. White people are the spawn of Satan. They're the next coming of Antichrist. They're, you know, saying spawn. They're uh, Beelzebub. They're, you know, uh, uh, Mars, uh, Hades. Can I keep going? You know, it's just funny to me that these people all they try to do is is find the opportunity to just inject race and to blame white people and when I didn't want to let me find that clip let's find that clip let's find us that clip but it is is really is really wild. Um, let me see. Okay, found it. Gotta go to the post. Um, ah, here we go. see someone someone mentioned on on the comment which I'll before I post it let me see like 14% commit 51% of the murders so that's 14% of African-American community that commit over half of the murders. And let me, let me share this. Uh, and let me blow it up some. There we go. That's good enough. like right here of this which I'm not going to I'm not going to play the audio or show but he's just casually this man here just casually just loading loading his clip there's the gun it's just I'm not going to play it yet we're going to um right here it says, says sick and in coincidence that the accounts calling a murder stuck, my people are new and without following. Perhaps Elon Musk has a new bot problem on his hands, one that serves the purpose of dividing conservatives. Uh, well, it's making Twitter and Republicans look racist before the election. But here's the thing. The reality is, the reality is 14% of the part of of the community, a black community, 
commit 51% of the murders. That is fact. That is not that is not hyperbole. That's not, oh, just just the guess. That is a fact. That is a fucking fact. And you can say, yeah, we got a bot problem. No one, all of a sudden now, and let me stop sharing this, all of a sudden now, you know, bringing up the, the bot problem, and she has a point with this trying to make, like this thing's trying to make Republicans look bad and whatever. However, you can't refute the facts. that there is a problem with crime and we're skating by the issue or deflecting the issue ain't going to help. We got to address the elephant in the room. We got to address not only the elephant in the room, but the turd that it left just stinking there. And we're just going to pretend, oh, we just, you know, cover it up, you know, put a table over it or put like something decorative over it, you know, just have the room, you know, smell like fabuloso, which, you know, it's been recalled, don't. Yeah, it's like some contaminant in it, don't buy it. Um, you know, get Mr. Clean better, you know, my, my recommendation. But, you know, they're, they're just trying to dress it up. And it's like, you got to address the fact, like, crime is, especially not only where I live at in New York, especially in New York City, which, you know, of course, happens to be a liberal, a liberal state, a liberal, excuse me, well, a liberal state and with in a liberal city, but around the country, there's a, there's an epidemic of crime and saying, oh, murderers stuck my people, dude is black. You know, the, the person's black unless everyone all these uh, black people that are committing crimes, they're just white people in, in blackface, which you know, I find that hard to believe. Which, you know, speaking of blackface, I'll be talking about um, Tropic Thunder and the fact that the leftists have something else to be mad about, you know, and sky is blue, but. You know, essentially, like, this is an issue. And the fact that someone could commit a crime. And like I mentioned last week, a lot of people that wrote to the New York Post, they mentioned, like, like, hey, the fact that police aren't doing anything, the laws are designed to help the criminals and to punish law-abiding citizens, like, what is the point? The justice system has failed because all they want to have no minorities in jail. Because if, God forbid, if we actually dealt with crime, things will be better. But because people don't want to be, you know, these people in in the criminal justice system and, and these leftists and, and, and these Republicans that are cucks, they're trying to essentially just bend over and not have any any minorities in jail and you're causing all that crime to spill out. Like, God forbid. And you know, it's easy to call leftists out because it's like shooting fish in a barrel, but the fact that both the left and the right is complicit you know, you have a lot of these champagne socialists and you have a lot of these uh, country club Republicans. They're all the same. You know, all the same at the end of the day. Like, they they just play dress up. You know, because in reality, and this is another issue. Um, This is another issue. But I just can't stand when... I hear people talk about, well, we got to tax the rich because they make too much. And you know, the more you make, the more they take that. That's not, again, not hyperbole, not exaggeration. The more you make, the more they take. Like for me, I owe, (laughs) I fucking owe this year 
in federal taxes because I, quote unquote, make too much. I remember before when I was working part time, I used to get a good amount of money back. Now that I'm working full time, like I'm feeling that shit. But that's the thing. A lot of these people that talk about, you know, tax the rich and all that. Like, hey, the wealthy people, they're going to stay wealthy because they always find a way to stay wealthy because they know how money works. They're frugal with their with their money and they're not going to spend money like us plubs do. Just mindlessly spend money. You know, and two, all that, all those taxes, all those penalties is going to go to us. It's going to go to the working class and, and middle, the working middle class and the poor. And I just find it funny that the same people that are telling us, the, again, these champagne socialists, these Democrats that, that love socialism, they, 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 put that shit onto you. They put that, they, 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 they give you that speech like, Hey, like, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta go with, with socialism. We gotta go with, with communism or whatever. But in reality, they love the benefits. Where's that photo? Where's that photo? Here we go. There we go. There we go. Like, isn't it weird that in America, our flag and our culture offend so many people, but our benefits don't? That is so true. You have so many people that claim that they hate this country. You have people that hate the flag, they will burn in, hey, that's First Amendment, right? Freedom of speech, freedom of expression, you know? They hate the, the culture. You see them trying to tear down, I mean, they have tear down a lot of the statues from, you know, um, presidents and Confederate soldiers and Confederate generals. But yet, they sure love our benefits. They, they sure love the benefits of being in this country. They sure love all the, you know, all the government assistance. They love the fact that they could just make money just, just by grifting away. They love the fact that they can be here, talk shit about this country and its roots and all that. And put down the culture, put down the flag. But, you know, the benefits, are, 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 you know, that's fine. I'll take those. You know, I can, you know, I can talk shit, but I'll take the benefits. Because they know they can't do this in another country. They can't go, they can't go to a Muslim country. They can't go to Africa and do that. They can't go to the Middle East and do that. They can't go to China and do that. They can't go to North Korea and do that. I mean, they can't even go to Canada and do that. <laughs> Canada, like, that, that, you know, Trudeau, what, what he's done over there is just pathetic. It's, it's insane. But, but it's so funny that there's been a, a conceited effort to just to demonize the term, you know, make America great again. When when I hear that, I'm like, oh, well, I'm an American. I was born here, born and raised in America. I'm glad that I was born and raised here because I see how other countries are and the fact that so many people, you know, from China, uh, it's like China, uh, you know, parts of Europe, Asia, you know, again, like places like China, Africa, 
you know, Central South America, the Caribbean, the Caribbean, uh, the Caribbean islands, all over the world. People come here. They come here to have a fresh start. They come here because our because of our culture, because of our benefits, because of what you know the flag stands for. You know, freedom, opportunity. You know, the melting pot. The melting pot. Excuse me. This country is called the melting pot for a reason. But in, in, in the recent years, and by design, it's been a well-orchestrated plan to just demonize this country. And you're seeing that now, the fact that there's so much money, our taxpayer dollars that went to Ukraine and in one year, like, it's, it's, I think we're at the one-year anniversary. And it's, and it's crazy that more money has been sent over there, more weapons, more equipment, even internet, with Starlink, that's Elon Musk. Um, that's, that's, some, that's his thing there. And they told him how to play ball. You know, they told him, hey, better play ball. And, you know, he, he still has Starlink over there because, you know, they, they told him, yo, <laughs> what are you doing? But um, to me, there's a great reason why. Because th- these people, these socialists, communists, they they want to turn the United States into the Soviet Union. And they want to turn Ukraine into the United States. So all the benefits, they, they, they want to, there's a reason why they're sending all those weapons, all that money, all that infrastructure over there. There's a reason why in our country we see so many Ukrainian flags. And, and again, like I said last week, we installed Zelensky in, in that position. He's a puppet, our puppet, as we went over there in, in 2014 and over, overthrew uh, the Ukrainian government. And then, you know, the Bidens have something to do with, you know, the whole deal with you know, Ukraine. And that's why his, his son, you know, Hunter Biden, it's still not, I still cannot believe I seen this dude's dick. Hunter Biden's dick, him smoking, snorting, uh, I don't know, heroin or heroin, cocaine or crack. I know he smokes crack, but just I, I I've seen enough of Hunter Biden. We 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 all seen enough. Um, just the fact that. He's so, so far for so long he hasn't been in trouble. Like that story was deliberately hidden because, of course, that he has involvement. Him and and Joe Biden has involvement in Ukraine, and I mean it's just the amount of cover up and corruption is so insane that it just sounds made up like it sounds like it's it's from a movie script like all this corruption is really wild but speaking of corruption you talk about the the jab the coof the cough the conholio sickness let me um stop sharing that okay we're Okay, there we go. And so let's share this. So speaking of the cough, the coof, the the big C, you know, that is COVID. This from Saturday Night Live. This uh, uh, snippet from 
Woody Harrelson's monologue at Sunday Night Live. So let's hear it, and I'll be back. Actually, hold up. Let me double check. Yep, audio tab is shared. There we go. I'm always like paranoid with when it comes to audio. All right, I'll be back. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Who's going to believe that crazy idea? Well, well, let me tell you something. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Millions and millions of people believe that. And it's it's pretty wild how many people believe that. And it's funny, he says this, right? So he he went and said this. Right? So we'll peep this, y'all. Keep this to all the listeners and viewers. So Woody Harrelson said the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media, right? So then the media does this. Woody Harrelson spreads anti-vax conspiracies during SNL monologue. Rolling Stone, Daily Beast, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrison spews anti-vax conspiracies in rambling SNL monologue. Huffington Post, Woody Harrison rambles about weed and anti-vax conspiracy in SNL monologue. Variety, Woody Harrison's Saturday Night Live monologue makes COVID conspiracy theory jokes. So, of course, the media is just proving the fact that they've been brought and paid for. And because, all because of, where is that? Where is it? Where is it? Because, you know, we got to play. <laughs> all because of this. All because of this. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by yeah, Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett yeah. out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Bill Gates' advice on how to combat mistrust in science at 60MinutesOvertime.com, sponsored by Pfizer. You really need to get vaccinated. You know, COVID vaccines are now available for children five years and older. And the more people who get them, the better we're going to be able to help stop the spread of COVID. Of course. Gotta love the band video. So, yeah, like the whole time they're telling you, you got to take this thing because it's safe and effective. All the while, people are just dropping like flies. But, oh, no, that's just a coincidence. So, uh, you know, even though Woody Harrelson, let's not forget, like he was peddling the the poke, the jab before, too. But now it seemed like he turned over a new leaf. You know, it, you know, a few years too late, you know, a year or so too late, but 
you know, it's progress. You know, it's progress. But, you know, at the same time, he's just proving the point. He said this, the biggest drug cartels in the world get together and they buy up all the media, all the government officials. And that did happen. And of course, when you go against the programming, when you you go off script, you go off the reservation, when you leave the plantation, all the media just put out the same talking points. You see, and, and I'll pull this back up. See, it's all Rolling Stone, Daily Beast, Variety, Huffington Post. The same, just the same headline or the same variation of, of the headline. And of course, oh my God. A confusing monologue. Yeah, because y'all been brought and paid for. SNL host has history of strange anti-science remarks during the COVID pandemic. Strange. So asking questions about what's being put in your body. Because let's not forget. We were told if you if you did not take this. And you are going to die. If you don't take this, then you're anti-science. If you don't take this, you cannot work at your job. If you don't take this, you cannot conduct yourself in society. You cannot participate in society. If you take this, you are a bigot. If you don't take this, then you hate grandma. You're anti-science. You get the picture. And I remember that time when when they were getting people to try and take it. I was like, I ain't taking it. There was a thought, hmm, you know, what what if what if I what if I what if I decided to be a drone like everyone else and took the took the shot, you know, just so I didn't have to deal with, you know, peer pressure, the fear of missing out, and also the fear of getting fired from your job and looking weird, you know, looking foolish because everyone else did it. You know, just, I, I think about that all the time, but then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I have a choice. Like, I have, you know, last time I checked, I had bodily autonomy. I have a choice. And this was all to see how far people are pushed, what they will do, what they won't do. And a lot of people failed the test. And listen, I don't begrudge people that took it. Because again, at the end of the day, if you have a job, where you you know there's no choice to take it, I get it. But at the same time, don't go around telling people, "Oh, I took it. You gotta take it too." If you don't take it, something's wrong with you. If you don't take it, I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that about people. Especially during the whole, you know, job, the the job rollout. You know, the the mask, the mask Nazis. Oh, you got to put on a mask. I'm like, I don't work. It's all theater. If you want to put it on to make you feel, make you feel comfortable, do it. Don't tell me to join in in the hysteria. Don't don't fucking tell me to put on the, the clown makeup and the, the nose and the hair because you have yours on. Don't tell me to do that. You do what you feel is is your choice. 
but leave me alone when it's all said and done. Don't tell me how to live. I won't tell you how to live. And like I said before, the, these people, especially the lockdowns and then the rollout of the vaccines, these people had a, a damn power trip. They were getting off on people. Oh, you don't have, you don't got this. And then when when they started to realize, hey, wait a minute, this is not good because of you know, places that required you to have, to have, uh, you know, the, the, the COVID uh, passport, like the, the card, like they'll notice, hey, we're losing business because not everyone wants to take the take the job. I'm like, you think? You no kidding, right? Like, who knew? Like, big revelation. This is uh, after after many. Many months of research, we finally realized, like, no, like, this people don't want to feel like they are back into a corner, you know? And I'm glad that I made my choice not to take it. And I feel sorry for for those who did. I feel sorry for those who, who have taken it and they had adverse health effects because... Or because they were told if you if you taking it, you will be fine. You won't catch COVID. But it's a lie. It's a fucking lie. And now we're dealing with the consequences. It's all said and done. And of course now, like I remember when when this came out, sat on Sunday, you know, Friday Night Live, Saturday Night Live, excuse me, is you know airs late Saturday night. Well, not late Saturday night, but, you know, 8, 9 p.m. But when news came out Sunday, I was like, oh, wonder what he what he said. I saw the clip, and I was like, oh, that's based. And, of course, everyone, everyone was reading all the pro, all the pro-vaxxers, pro-lockdown people, all, all the the science, all the science is subtle. People, they were mad. I'm like, good. Fuck them. Like, you little, you little tyrants aren't going to tell me how to live. People, the conspiracy theories have been proven right every step of the way. And people are starting to realize that, yeah, like, the, this was a mistake. But, um, yeah, we're going to move on to the last 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 um story actually it may be another one might be might be another um might be another story but okay Okay, so, um, not this one. Actually, now we 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 can. We 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 can talk about this. Yeah, we we can because I saw the video and that was pretty gnarly. Let's see. Florida teacher says she didn't confiscate students' Nintendo Switch before Val Beaton. Florida teacher's aide who was brutally attacked by a 270-pound student. Jesus Christ, 270 pounds? Jesus, he he weighs 100, around 100 or so pounds more. Well, no, I'm 180, so like... Yeah, like 90, 90 so pounds more. Jesus. What are these kids eating? Definitely a colorful basket. Um, uh, Jonah Nadish, a power professional at 
uh, at Martha's, Martha's Tanya's High School in Palm, Palm Coast, made a revelation Monday as she continues to recover from being slammed to the floor and stomped on 15 times. I just want to set the record straight. I never took the Nintendo Switch from him, from anyone that's read or heard differently. I've been told that this this was unfortunately misinformation, she said. According to a fundraiser, to uh, according to a fundraiser launch for recovery, uh, Brendan, age seventeen, told cops he launched his tirade on her after she took his handheld game console during class. During the video, the stern video shows a hulking six foot six, six foot six teenager. Jesus, like two hundred seventy pounds, six foot six. Like yeah, like. A, a, a kick or a punch from him is gonna hurt. That, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight behind those kicks and those punches. Um, the hulking six foot six teenager exchanged exact his revenge on the mother of two in the school hallway. There she is. Um, uh, he can be seen sprinting towards her, shoving her to the floor, knocking her unconscious immediately. The teenager continues to beat uh, her limp body as stunned students and teachers try to break up the violence. It took four adults to pry the master student off of her footage shows. And this is the this is the the teenager. Um yeah, he should be tried as an adult. Because that was a very adult thing you did. This <laughs> is just beat the shit out of someone just because, you know, I, I thought she took the, the the Nintendo Switch. Now it seems like that, that wasn't the case. So he just beat her up just because. Um, I'm, Let's see. Uh, she was rushed to the hospital, rushed to a nearby hospital has since been released, but says she's overwhelmed with the idea of the long fight ahead. I'm hopeful that the awareness of this incident being spread far and wide prevent anyone else from dealing with the trauma, physical healing, and disruption from everyday life at this cause. Okay, so she has a GoFundMe. Um, so he told, uh, he who allegedly told the cops he was going to kill her when He's released from custody will be tried as an adult for aggravated battery on a school board employee uh, charged punishable by up to 30 years. The the fact that he said he's going to kill her like you that lets you know that he wanted to beat the shit out of this teacher. And she was unconscious immediately like immediately when she got slammed to the ground continue to beat her a troubled teen has a violent past and was arrested three times for simple battery in 2019 uh depa is considered barely disabled and requires specialty design instructions related services as a so-called exceptional student exceptional student so definitely he should be thrown in jail so he could have basically killed her. Um, but I'm going to say this with, with this whole thing. Um, we already know. We already know why. Um, we already know why this happened. I'm trying to be careful how I say it. I'm just going to say it anyway. Just the fact that, A, this kid's black. I, I, don't give a damn if, if he's special needs. The fact that he said, quote, I'm going to, he was going to kill her when he's released from custody. The fact that he said that, the fact that he beat her unconscious, even though she didn't take the Nintendo Switch away from, from him, like he wanted to beat her up. He wanted to kill her. And of course, th this, you know, this is just going to 
be swept under the radar because if it was a white kid beating on a black teacher, this would be headline news. This would be, oh my God, like how how dare this person attack this this black teacher, you know? And it's true. I'm saying it's true. Just the fact that it's the fact that it's a white teacher that got that got uh, beat up, got knocked unconscious. You know, the media ain't going to care. Um, and, of course, it's like the, the story was, oh, she took the Nintendo Switch away from him. He special needs. No. It seems like after the fact, found out that she did not take the Switch. And I always say this, kids, these kids nowadays are not getting disciplined. These kids, they're so emboldened. Because they're not getting discipline at home. There's no home training that these kids are receiving. They're out here doing what they want. And it's just, it's just crazy. I, mean, I remember seeing kids like this in, in school growing up. Disruptive. Always causing problems. But... Do something wrong. Oh, you know, he was a good kid. Oh, he didn't do nothing wrong. He's just like, right. Right. But it is. Just seeing that that fucking beating on Twitter. Just wow. that's, That's really gnarly. All right, let me. Go to the main event. Okay. In in things liberals are mad about today, they just spun a roulette wheel that day and say, oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface and Tropic Thunder, that's what we're going to be offended about. Um, Ben Stiller defends Robert Downey Jr., Blackface, and Tropic Thunder. Uh, Ben Stiller isn't sorry about Tropic Thunder. The 2008 film has drawn criticism for its portrayal of disability, as well as for the fact that Robert Downey Jr. wore blackface in it. Stiller, 57, responded to a tweet that asked him to please stop apologizing for doing this movie. Um, Quote, it was funny, and it's still funny AF. Even funnier now with the cancel culture, the way it is. It's a movie. Y'all can just get over it. Y'all can just get over it. I was dying laughing when I saw it back. When I saw it back in the day, and so was everyone else. The user wrote. The actor responded. Let's see. It was it was and still is funny AF. Even funnier now with the cancel culture. The way it is. It's a movie. Y'all can just get over it. I was dying laughing when I first saw it back in the day, and so was everyone else. The user wrote. The actor responded that he's proud of the action comedy. I make no apologies for Tropic Thunder. Don't know who told you that. It's always been a controversial movie since we opened. Proud of it and the work that everyone did on it. Stella wrote, who both uh, starred and directed the film, tweeted. And this is a tweet here. Let's see. Let's see right here. This is basically what we read. And this is the tweet, basically. I noticed on Twitter how liberals have been trying to cancel culture the movie Tropic Thunder. Now people like Ben still are actually apologizing for what a classic movie, Funny AF, of you, of you having seen it. It's a satirical movie. Robert Downey Jr. plays an Australian method actor who undergoes 
a pigmentation or an uh, alteration to play a black guy in a movie. When the Wayans brothers made white chicks, no one said a dang thing. Very true. Stop apologizing for the stuff. A small minority of people get up in arms about simple stuff, and all of a sudden, they're trying to make people apologize for it. If you do it, they win. It now gives them more power to keep doing it. They never, don't ever get me started on the Tiger Woods BS. And then Ben Stiller says, I make no apologies for Tropic Thunder. Don't know who told you that. It's always been a controversial movie since we opened. Proud, proud of it and the work everyone did on it. So he's just saying, no, like we're not apologizing. And okay, going back to the article, the movie follows a group of actors who get lost in the jungle while shooting a war film and are left to fend for themselves as they face real danger with nothing but their action skills. The same Twitter user who brought to brought attention to a tw- tw- uh, 2018 tweet from Stiller, the actor responded to the tweet joking about boycotting Tropic Thunder after Sean White, an Olympic gold medalist, snowboarder dressed as Simple Jack, a disabled character in the film for Halloween. Nothing wrong with that. Actually, uh, Tropic Thunder was boycotted 10 years ago when it came out. And I apologize, done. Boys meant, always meant to make fun of the actors trying to do anything to win awards. The tweet says, I stand by my apology. The movie's Shauna White. And the great people, uh, the great people and the work of Special Olympics. Like, he was funny as hell in this movie. I don't give a damn what people say about Robert Downey Jr. playing blackface. Like, he's an actor playing an actor in a movie. When people see, when when you understand context, things start to get more clear. But because these fools don't care about that, just want to cancel everything because they feel the need to police everything, that's when you have a problem you can't you can't just accept that things are comedy. There's gonna be things that may offend you. There's gonna be things that are gonna make you uneasy. But it's your choice to get offended by it or not. And to try to police speech, make everything sanitized for your feelings so you feel like that's the best way to go. It's not. These fools out here, all they know how to do is cancel and make everything boring, get easily offended by everything. That's not fun. Comedy is supposed to be subjective. Everything everything isn't supposed to be just just bland and, and, and watered down. Like comedy is subjective and it will offend some people. But it's your choice to listen to it or to be offended by it. It's your choice. You don't like something, just don't look at it, don't listen to it, don't entertain it. Move on. Find something else that that makes you laugh or or makes you feel good. If this ain't it, don't try to cancel it. But of course, the the woke Twitter mob, they always try to cancel stuff because they just really pathetic pieces of, of just just pieces of shit in my in my opinion um but yeah I think that's we're gonna we're gonna end it just past the hour mark so uh guys I know this is kind of impromptu but we got we got to go appreciate y'all listening to this all the way to the end you guys are the real MVPs. And remember, this will be on YouTube. Always upload the video and audio version of the show on Fridays at the at the earliest. Usually in the morning. It'll be up in the morning. And remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Room Prime. Follow me and the podcast on there you can you can check out my youtube channel ruben prime media at youtube.com slash ruben prime media 
And also you can find this, the audio version of the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Red Circle. So guys, with that being said, I've been Room Prime. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch an eye. Master, that's not fair.